there. At 22 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see what Wall Street's doing to your 401k or your IRA. It's kind of nice to it on Friday. Let's see if it's going to be nice today and catch up. On the phone is Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. I hope you had a great weekend. Um, you know, Friday was, uh, for the most part, a lifesaver for the indexes in terms of making a positive week, except for the NASDAQ. It, it just, uh, even though it had a great day on Friday, it just couldn't come positive uh, for the week. You did some math on the thing. To set the table, uh, Dow was up 572 points on Friday, party time. Standard & Poor's was up 73.5. And NASDAQ was up by almost 197 points. But, boy, have the tech stocks had a bloodbath. You were doing some math off their all-time highs. And guys that are heavy on NASDAQ investments are not happy waking up this morning, are they? Well, no, it's it's trading back down better than what it was earlier, but still trading in the red this morning. Um, and so when I looked at where it is compared to its 52-week high or, or its all-time high really right now, it's, it's down 8.85%. So the question is, um, are we on our way to that, that magical 10% correction number, which comes along periodically uh, into an index? And so – and then the question is, if we hit that 10% correction, do we bounce off of that and, and then and regain our upward momentum? And these are all questions that we really don't know the answers to. Um, and, and so we have to pay attention to, to where we are. Absolutely. And following the, just the history of the thing, generally it seems to happen over the last few years when we've gotten up to this nosebleed level on the indexes that when one of them hits that 10% correction number, pretty much everything bounces back up at once. And that could be real good news for blue chip holders because while NASDAQ's had that 8-plus percent decline, Dow and the S&P are actually pretty healthy, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. I mean, if we kind of recap what happened last week, the Dow actually ended up because of Friday, um, the week they ended up up 1.8%. Uh, and they are probably about $520, give or take, uh, from their high. Uh, the S&P 500 uh, last week eked out an eight-tenth of a percent gain for the week. And they are getting, uh, oh, they're about the same percentage-wise, probably they're about 100 and, um ten dollars or so away from their uh their all-time high and then the nasdaq um they're over thir about thirteen hundred dollars away from their all-term time high that, that's why they're off that 8.85 percent and they ended up last week down uh, a tad over two percent last week so um and they continue today dave uh in the red ink category yeah, it doesn't feel overly good looking at the uh, futures so far this morning. It's interesting, though, because we were blaming a lot of the NASDAQ uh, you know, woes last week on the unstable interest rates, and it looks like the federal bond rates this morning, looking at the flow, are at least stabilizing a little bit. The 30-year bonds are down by three basis points on my ticker here. And uh, up a little bit on the 10-year notes, but, you know, at the very least, it's none of those 15-point swings that we were seeing last week for a while in there. No, there's not. But still, I mean, it's a lot higher than, than we've seen in a long time. I and mean, with the 10-year yielding one point, a little over 1.6%, that's a, that's a significant increase over what we saw last week. And then the other area of concern today, Dave, is oil. Uh, we did see not West Texas crude, but we did see the uh, the, the um, 
the Brent crude hit over $70 a barrel this weekend. I'm looking at the West Texas number. It's over 66 this morning. Brent crude is always a little higher priced. I gather it's a higher quality coming out of the North Sea. But, yeah, the, the oil prices are definitely up. And if you filled up your gas tank, you probably felt the difference, didn't you? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, and, and we did, we've did. we seen the West Texas crude being up as much as 67 last week and some change. So, um, you know, hopefully it's trading down slightly right now, but, but hopefully it will continue. I'd like to see it back down below that 65. Uh, yeah, and the same thing the interest rates have done to NASDAQ, uh, crude oil rates uh, kind of have that effect on the blue chip stocks because that messes up transportation expenses. So it's not the best of news for either category of stock. Other tidbits out this morning. I got a little bit of information in about the FDA. They've now approved a, a T-cell test that allows you, if you've uh, had the COVID bug, to get a test to make sure you're still immune, whether that's going to have any impact on anything other than the company that makes it, we're not sure. You got some really good news out of California. Disney's going to open up out there, huh? They, they are. Uh, California is re relaxing some of their uh, restrictions effective April 1st, um, which is going to allow Disneyland and their parks to open back up. Um, I think they have to be still reduced capacity. It didn't say exactly what that number was, um, but you got to think Disney's got to be liking that. Uh, their, their stock's actually up about 2.3% this morning because of that. I got to believe that puts a lot of Disney shareholders' minds at ease because what's it, what's it been? Almost a year since they it, closed the park. It's been a year. It's been a year since uh, those those parks have been closed. And it always looked weird seeing Mickey Mouse on the unemployment line, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other tidbit: if you happen to use McAfee's virus scanner on your personal computer, uh, looks like that company's a little bit more secure because they sold off a division and got rich all of a sudden, didn't they? They did. They took their enterprise business um, department, their, that whole part of their company, and they sold it off to a privately held company called Symphony Technology for uh, a mere $4 billion in cash. Um, and, and, and their shareholders, I'm sure, are really appreciating that today. Uh, they're trading up almost 11%. Holy crud. And it was a cash sale in the tech cash. industry, what? When does that happen? I don't know. Cash sale, though. So some, some good news there. The only thing else I had on the earnings front, Dave, was uh, uh, a company called uh, Xping, which is a China-based uh, electronic vehicle manufacturer. Um, they, they reported a loss of $120 million uh, for the last quarter, but yet that was 42% smaller than the year before. So uh, so they were getting a nice little bounce this morning, up 3.8% uh, before the market gets going. Burn, burn less money and you end up getting a gain in the stock market. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't take much some days. I hear you. Resetting the table solid green on Friday, 45 minutes before we open up this morning, Philip. What are we looking at on the futures today? You know, we are seeing kind of a mixed bag right now, Dave. We've got the Dow actually in positive territory by about two-tenths of a percent. Uh, we have the S&P 500 down $6, uh, which is uh, a mere 0.15%, uh, and, the, and the NASDAQ's down eight-tenths of a percent. So the other two indexes heading south. Uh, we've got the commodities all in red today. Uh, silver's down a half a percent. Gold's down uh, uh, two-thirds of a percent, and crude oil is down a quarter of a percent. So everything's getting uh, 
on the commodities front is getting hit. You know, Dave, it's just, uh, I got to tell you, I had several phone calls last week that uh, folks were really concerned because of the volatility and and they wanted to make sure they had the right amount of risk in their portfolio. And, and that's one of the things that we believe in strongly here at Statler Financial is making sure that folks have the right amount of risk in their portfolio. So how do I get a hold of you in order to get that risk out of my portfolio? Or we've always periodically said the young ones, maybe they don't have enough because that also means upside potential, right? That's right. So then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Uh, then go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then they can join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. on Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here tomorrow morning after we get a couple of federal data dumps, we'll have a lot more to talk about in the morning then, won't we? I'm hoping so, man, because it was kind of dry this morning. <laughs> Busying ourselves with tidbits, we call it. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you tomorrow. Have a good day. All right, buddy. You too. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I hope that your day is off to a great start. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, like our page on Facebook, check out our website, join us again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.